Welcome to Season 5 of the Let's Talk Data podcast series, presented by SAP, where we explore game-changing technologies with leading experts. Hello, and welcome to our Let's Talk Data podcast series. This series is brought to you by SAP experts discussing current topics around data and data management. My name is Ina. I will be your host for today's podcast. Today's podcast is focused on the top seven things an enterprise architect needs to know about the SAP Business Technology Platform. Uh, We understand that enterprise architects are great at summarizing the future trends and understanding both the current state and the future state of your business, and we want to make sure you have the best information that we can give you to help you in those plans. Joining me today is Martin Mizek, a longtime enterprise architect and ASUG Volunteer Award winner, Woot Woot, and Andreas Hofer, also a lead enterprise architect from SAP. Welcome, gentlemen. Thanks for your time today. Martin, do you want to do a super quick intro if I didn't cover anything? Thanks, Ina. Martin Meisek, uh, Enterprise Architect. I work out of the Enterprise Architecture Advisory Group under the Customer Innovation Office. I know that's a mouthful, but uh, that's what uh, where we work, and I happen to specialize in utilities. Andreas, uh, why don't you do a quick intro? Sure. Quick intro. To, quick intro. My name is Andreas Hofer. I'm a lead enterprise architect with SAP. I've been at SAP 21 years, started out in development, moved to consulting, and for the last five years, I've been a lead enterprise architect with SAP and Martin's group. Uh, I cover banking and media. So what I love about this so much is you guys, we didn't bring you a marketing person to talk to you about enterprise architecture. We brought you two fabulous enterprise architects to tell you what enterprise architects need to know. So I love this. Um, Can we start off quickly then with what is BTP? Give me like two or three quick sentences on what SAP Business Technology Platform really is. So BTP, Business Technology Platform, it's the underpinnings of the stack, or if you look at this as a layer cake, you have infrastructure, technology, which is BTP, and then you have applications layered on top of that, and then our business network on top of that. So that's how the SAP technology and software stack uh, kind of layers onto each other. And so today we're going to be talking about that uh, strictly um, the underpinnings of this uh, of this stack. Um, and we like to say that the um, business technology platform is the foundation for the intelligent enterprise, which I'm sure you've heard SAP talk about for years now. So um, it, it's essential to success for that intelligent enterprise. Uh, Martin, can you give us a few more words on, on the, we promised seven things. The first thing is really that foundation that the BTP is built on. Can you talk a little bit about what that foundation means? Sure. Uh, Business technology platform is intended to be used across all of uh, SAP's ecosystem. And so because of that, one thing you need to remember is that the foundation is built on open standards. It's got uh, APIs and eventing. It creates a domain model for our software stack. Uh, There's things like security and compliance in there and developer tooling and all this rich capability. Uh, But it's also um, multi-cloud. It's also on-premise and in the cloud for hybrid environments. So you do have this rich foundation, and we're going to talk more about how that's segmented into four pillars. Just remember, that's why we have this as a foundation for the whole stack. 
So these are almost qualities that are going to apply to everything else that we talk about to our other six items here, right? And a lot of them being things that you might not necessarily expect from SAP if you're thinking old school SAP, like openness and like cloud native and multi-cloud. So yeah, thanks for summarizing those, Martin. So over to you, Andreas. Thing number two, can you describe a bit more the pillars that are inside BTP and what they might what they mean at a high level? Sure. So in, t in terms of the BTP, the business technology platform, it really is the foundation of the intelligent enterprise. So I don't, Martin, I don't know if our enterprise was dumb before, but it's intelligent now. So it's, it's, it's one of those things. We talk about leveraging uh, the, the, the four pillars. It includes a lot of the technologies that support our applications. So database and data management applications, including, you know, the things that storage, processing, integration, data orchestration, information governance, et cetera. Analytics, right? Very, very important pillar of, of the B2P. So this includes everything from SAP Analytics Cloud, so business intelligence, but also data warehousing, planning, application development and integration, another important pillar of the business technology platform. So this includes integration. As a matter of fact, integration is the number one service that's available and, and offered by our business technology platform. It's what we use to integrate all our applications, but it also allows for extensibility, business process optimization and user experience. And finally, intelligent technology. So this, these are all, a, a lot of these are disruptive technology. So, you know, when we talk about blockchain and internet of things, but also some of these technologies are hidden gems, I like to call in the stack. So intelligent robotic process automation, really helpful in terms of building an intelligent enterprise and obviously artificial intelligence and machine learning. So those are the four pillars that make up the BTP. So quick question back to you, Andreas. Uh, we didn't clarify in the beginning, but is BTP a SKU that someone can buy? Is it a bundle? How does that work? Yeah, so it's it's, it's a bundle. And so it's a you can purchase it through various SKUs. So one of the ways to do it is, is to purchase through a cloud platform enterprise agreement, which is essentially almost like a debit card. You can use the services that you require and you just draw down on that debit card, or you can purchase the individual SKUs, right? So if you wanna use, for instance, just robotic process automation, you can just purchase that SKU, or if you just wanna use intelligence uh, integration suite, you can use just the integration suite. Fantastic, and just for those of you out there, if you wanna give it a try, there is also a BTP trial. So we'll give you some links at the end of this podcast that you can follow to check those things out. So thanks, Andreas, for that thing number two, which is the key pillars of, of BTP. Um, Martin, do you want to add on database and data management? Or Andreas, are you going to jump in on that one? I was going to jump in on that one yeah, as well. Yeah, let's hear it. <laughs> so when we talk about database and data management, it's one of those key pillars that, uh, you know, we, we talked about in the BTP. So um you know, we talk about uh, establishing a data plane, right? So, you know, accessing data, aggregating data in a secure manner, and it's a support for an event-driven architecture. So, you know, utilizing that data, data being a valuable asset and actually utilizing it. And then we talk about leveraging HANA. Hey, that's the first time I've said HANA. So, uh, you know, very rare that we have a, a presentation where we haven't said HANA within the first minute. But yes, leveraging HANA and, and a lot of people think of HANA as just a database platform, an in-memory database platform. It's so much more than that, right? It is a in-memory platform. 
but uh, leveraging HANA with our database and data management pillar. And then finally, we talk about some of the tooling that we're bringing to database and data management, some of the new tooling, like Data Warehouse Cloud. So we have a history, a real rich heritage of building out data warehouses, right? With Business Information Warehouses or BW. And now we're bringing that same intellectual property, that same content to the cloud with Data Warehouse Cloud. So we're gonna be bringing the industry cubes, the, the reports, the queries, the dashboards, the line of business content. We're gonna bring that to Data Warehouse Cloud so it's easily consumable and usable. So your mention of HANA, Andreas, um, reminds me that in, in the intro, we are talking about current state and future state, that many of these solutions in the BTP are may already be in your landscape, and that's okay. You can, you can just add new items to them with the intent being that there will be integration across the BTP, correct? Yeah, we're going to get into that with one of the other things. Okay. We're going to talk about integration, but for sure. I mean, anytime that we have the BTP is by its very nature integrated, right? It's one of the key guiding principles of the BTP is that if it's SAP to SAP, integration should be out of the box. And this includes, you know, whether it's the database or data management or even application application. Perfect. Thank you. Thanks. So there, we're already through three, through three of our key things to know. Um, this fourth thing is analytics and planning. Martin, can you talk to a little bit about what is in the analytics and planning pillar? Sure. So Andreas talked about this this rich uh, data environment that we we have through BTP, and on that you might want to layer on analytics. Uh, and so our SAP Analytics Cloud is our uh, current uh, most progressive offering that gives you that rich experience where you get business intelligence and augmented analytics and and also included in that is uh, enterprise planning capabilities. So you get all of this in, in one uh, cloud-based platform. Um, it also includes things like AI technologies like machine learning and, and natural query language. So why shouldn't you be able to interrogate your data through a, a natural, you know, have a conversation with your data to pull out those data points that you care about? So that's layered on top of that, taking advantage of things like the data warehouse cloud that uh, Andreas talked about. Um, but also making sure it's in that rich, secure environment here again and giving you that capability that you're looking for. And, and part of this whole BTP, it's not just about the technology, it's about the business value that it offers as well. And so having that data to insight, being able to bring that out is really what your business users care about. And so how you put all these pieces together is something that enterprise architects care about. Really nice. Thank, thank you so much. Uh, and Andreas, then let's move to the fifth item, which is application development and integration. You touched on integration a few minutes ago when I jumped the gun and asked you about it early, but can you talk a little bit more about application development and integration in the context of BTP? Yeah, that's a key function of BTP. I, I mentioned before that integration is the number one service of our platform as a service, of our BTP. It's utilized obviously for integration from application to application. So if you go to, for instance, the API Business Hub, api.sap.com, you can look up all the pre-delivered or out-of-the-box integrations from SAP to SAP. So whether it's integrating S4 to Ariba or SuccessFactors or Concur or Fieldglass, it's all there. 
but in addition to integration, right, there's all the development tooling or development services that are available, including low code or no code, right? So SAP just recently bought a company called AppGiver, and it's also a low code or no code development environment to develop um, applications very quickly. And we're leveraging these tools in the BTP to extend our applications, right? The idea here is that you shouldn't be doing your uh, modifications or extensions in the core, keep the core clean, but you should do them outside in the BTP platform, right? That that allows you to future-proof, right? Your foundation, keep your core clean. And then if you're doing an upgrade, there's no, there's no issues in terms of the core. You just have to manage the endpoints or the extensions. And finally, you know, application development and integration wouldn't be there without security. So there's security is put front and center in the application development and integration services, you know, whether it's uh, security for integration or securities for app development, but it's built from the ground up security and controls to really support you. There's so much more in terms of integration. We could almost do just a whole podcast on that. But I guess why an EA should care about uh, the BTP and specifically around app dev and integration, uh, think about it like this. If you want to simplify your environments, right, if you want to future-proof your environments, do all your development, do all your integration outside the core and do it in a platform like BTP. And then that's how you allow you, you know, to provide upgrades, but also the flexibility that's required, you know, in a modern environment. Uh, and we're really we're adding by keeping the core clean and focusing the extensions in the in the pillar that you're talking about, we're providing agility to adapt to future new business requirements, right? Yeah, it, and again, it's it's you know there's so many tools. I I don't want to go over all of them, but everything from you know uh, tools around open connectors. I didn't mention you know that's there's tools around uh, you know connecting to third parties that that open connector uh, website uh, provides SAP to non SAP API management right so there's that ability to monitor and sort of develop your APIs in a in a structured format right and, and deploy them there's even like tools like you wouldn't think of integration advisor what API or what tooling should you use the integration oh, advisor oh, is also oh. part you're giving me things I didn't know I love that. I just wanted to dive here and mention, uh, like Andreas is talking about, um, it, it's not just about SAP anymore. Uh, SAP lives in your environment, your your own ecosystem, and you need to connect. You need to branch out. You need to communicate app to app, and and the BTP really gives you that capability. Perfect. It ties back to the foundations that you talked about very early, Martin, um, that the qualities that we're pushing throughout the BTP. Thanks for that great discussion on integration and extension. Martin, can you add some points on topic number six to know about, which is the intelligent technologies? Sure. Uh, some people may may be familiar with what we were calling Leonardo uh, a couple of years ago. And, and some of those were the under, underpinnings for our intelligent technologies. And so this uh, proliferation of uh, natively embedding AI into um, applications and, and just having that uh, AI as a business service. And so some examples, uh, we haven't thrown out too many examples here in this podcast so far. So there are these base technologies that we have for things like document information extraction, uh, having the ability to dive into your email, extract attachments and make sense of them. Um, just having some of those capabilities to reach out document classification, 
those types of things to be able to work with the information that's being generated, but also natively embedding it in applications that are layered on top of BTP, like a, a cash management application or uh, intercompany reconciliation, some of these business processes that you have, and natively embedding them in uh, that draws on the capabilities of the business technology platform. Really um, gives you a way of extending out your applications in new ways that uh, give you new business capabilities that you didn't have before. I mean, everyone talks about being more efficient and so uh, having robotic process automation as part of this stack as well lets you extend out and add that capability to optimize your workforce i mean uh, everyone talks about what can i do more bigger better faster with the headcount that i have in a business and and btp gives you those building blocks to add that capability to your business so, Martin, we also talk about um, machine learning when we talk about at that database and data management level with the native capabilities in HANA and in data intelligence. And now we're talking about it again here in this intelligent technology pillar. Can you talk a little bit about for an enterprise architect? How do you make those decisions? Are both of those capabilities available to you? Are some suited in different use cases? Just a quick minute on that. Sure. Well, that partially goes back to the underpinnings being HANA. Uh, HANA has um, predictive libraries and and gives you some of those capabilities. So foundationally built into a database capability layer um, that can be leveraged, as well as some of the standalone predictive capabilities are built into things like our data warehouse cloud, our SAC or SAP Analytics cloud. It's everywhere. So it, it's a native capability built in, available generically as a capability and then built into applications as well. So it's it's the way going forward, you, you'll have access to it. This bleeds very nicely into the final point number seven, which is better together, meaning all of these individual pieces that we've been talking about and the integration that Andreas talked about earlier, that's the real value point. Can you talk a little bit more about that, Martin? Sure. As enterprise architects, we, we like to be able to put the, the bigger picture together, having what your current state is and what your future state could be. And so in that future state, SAP envisions you having access to any data with any integration with any user. So just to expand on that just a little bit, uh, that capability being able to connect SAP cloud applications and non-SAP, being able to in, ingest things like IoT data and, and structured, unstructured image, audio, all kinds of data. So any type of data coming up through that data and data management stack, and then being able to integrate that, weaving together the these applications and, and, and data and processes inside and outside your organization, and being able to take advantage and orchestrate data pipelining, all those things that we talk about in data management world across the whole platform. Um, and then any user, anyone from a citizen developer, integrator, all the way up through uh, your complex programming, any user can adopt the BTP and, and be able to manage and develop on and customize and, and gives you those that powerful set of tools to work with that and then surface it. If you happen to be a BI analyst or a data scientist, you can take advantage of that SAP Analytics Cloud. So it, it really is any data, any integration, any user are, are key messages for enterprise architects to know that it is a comprehensive offering. But the real power is how it all works together. 
all of those four pillars that we talked about earlier, they all work together to give you that uh, all of these rich capabilities that I'm talking about. Thanks, Martin. And, you know, I'm going to throw you guys a few random questions here at the end as we wrap up. I mean, is anybody really doing this yet? Do you have any customer stories or examples that you guys can share? Sure. We've worked with a, a big energy company um, and they've been able to leverage the BTP. Uh, we didn't even talk about workflow capability. That's also part of it. But uh, a big engine company, um, they were able to leverage our workflow management, putting a graphical user interface on Fiori, uh, and then give that to their employees through our mobile services. So these are some of the capabilities we didn't even approach here, but they're also part of the business technologies uh, platform as well. And so giving them real-time data, whereas before they were, they were batch-oriented, and, and so you didn't have that real-time capability and then being able to integrate all this across their their business, creating a secure foundation for their application development across a multi-cloud uh, infrastructure. And so they were seeing a return on investment of less than a year, and they, they found they had a 12% reduction in cycle time from how they process data to more than 24 million uh, points. Uh, for more than, um, in this case, it was oil and gas wells for more than uh, 800 wells. And so uh, these are the types of uh, advantages customers are seeing uh, by using the BTP. So really getting that flexible, modern architecture into, as Andrea said, help you um, keep the core clean, but extend out into new into new capabilities very quickly as well, too. I love that. Um, so, Andreas, let me ask you a, a quick question. Um, we've talked for a while here now. If you just want enterprise architects to remember one sentence or one thing from this entire podcast, what? how would you summarize? Well, I would, I would, I would say that, you know, as an enterprise architect, when you look at, uh, you know, some of the things developing target state architectures and you've got some guiding principles with your company, maybe to simplify, rationalize your applications, consolidate, look at how the BTP can help you do that, right? So whether it's a simplification and say, look, you've got a lot of integration tooling, uh, leverage that if you're looking at um, migrating to a target state architecture, look at how you can lever leverage some of the data management tools within BTP. And then finally, one last thing is um, we think of BTP as, you know, this platform to extend and integrate, but uh, I'm seeing a lot of customers leverage BTP as an innovation platform. So developing new functionality. And so this is where it gets very interesting and sort of, you know, whether it's developing new functionality or new products and services that your company could sell, or it's developing something new with partners. And so uh, there, there's some very interesting use cases with uh, BTP where we develop net new applications that integrate to both SAP and non-SAP and generate revenue. So it's not a cost efficiency play, it's a revenue play. You're generating actually new applications to, to help your, your company generate revenue. Oh, I love that. Everyone loves that. That's going to be a great ending point for the podcast. I'm just going to kick it to you, Martin, to again, give us the top seven things that we promised in order again. Really quick summary. Sure. Top seven things EAs need to know. Uh, BTP is a foundational stack, opens, open building blocks. Uh, there's four pillars, point number two, four pillars. Uh, of the BTP, and then uh, diving into those four pillars, data and database management, 
Point number three, point number four, analytics and planning. Point number five, application development and integration. Uh, that's also key building blocks for BTP. And then it extends out through point number six, intelligent technologies. And then point number seven, uh, BTP is a better together story, that all of these things work in concert uh, to give you the music that your applications uh, need. Oh, ending on a beautiful metaphor. I love it. Thank you, Martin and Andreas. I think the other thing that I want to communicate today is that we've given you this very comprehensive framework today in BTP and talked a lot about broad um, approaches to building this modern and flexible architecture that you need. But you can start small as well. Um, you can start, for example, just with HANA Cloud or just with IRPA or just with SAP Analytics Cloud. You can start small and gradually build out. And again, you do have that free trial available for you for BTP. Um, so um, you can find out more at sap.com slash on a cloud for if you want to start there, or you can start sap.com slash BTP for that overall business technology platform story. The last little tidbit I want to give you guys, it's very exciting, is there's going to be a brand new enterprise architecture community section coming in Q3. Um, Martin and team are going to be spearheading that. So we'll talk to you on future Let's Talk Data podcast about exactly what that community is and how you can get involved but we're really looking forward to bringing some compelling new content like this to you much more frequently. So thank you everybody for tuning in today um, and we'll see you again on a new Let's Talk Data podcast.